Good evening, brothers and sisters in Christ, and um, to shout out to all those overseas, I just want to let you know, thank you for tuning in to the podcast and to another sermon. Um, I was supposed to do it yesterday, but a lot has been, I've been dealing with a lot of spiritual problems going on. Um, <clears throat> I've been facing a lot of a lot of spiritual warfare battles. Oh man, the Lord was prepping my heart to to fight against all the principalities of darkness and and it's been a it's been an experience you know me and my brother my brother's been learning in, in his walk with Christ and I just want to share a testimony really quick on a praise report you know we've been trying to we've been doing all the, that we can by prayer and faith um is taking the land for Jesus taking the land for Jesus and um and just um taking dominion you know in the name of Jesus uh over the things we went to my sister's house and boy did the enemy show up in a way of trying to blow up my um sister's house by a man um the enemy showed up in a man and and uh wasn't very a good picture um just asked for prayer i asked definitely for prayer for my family um i got Three family members that are dying of cancer. Um, two of them are dying for liver damages and, and kidney failures. And it's been a wreck. It's been a wreck. But I continue to keep my faith in Jesus. Continue to keep my hope and faith in Jesus. And I just want to ask you, brothers and sisters, for prayer. My name is Eugenio Luna Chavez. That's, my name is Pastor Eugenio Luna Chavez. I'm, I'm truly asking this for prayer. In this time of crisis, the times of moments that's going on, um, I just ask you, brothers and sisters, to keep me in prayer. Keep my family in prayer. Keep us all in prayer because we're dealing with a crisis, dealing with deaths. Um, and I just ask you guys to pray for my family. Pray for my aunt. Um, she says she believes in the Lord, but her actions are speaking otherwise on the things that she's doing because the time is short for her. And I just want to ask you guys to pray for her. her. Name is Veronica Luna, and I just ask you, brothers and sisters, to pray for my aunt because she's scared. She she fears in a way, but as you know, as Christians, we don't fear because we know that the Lord is with us. Amen. The Bible says so that we shall fear no evil when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And so I just want to give you that, guys, um, some of the things that updates what I've been dealing with, what I've been facing. Not just me, but there's many people in this world that is facing the same thing that I'm facing. Um, I just want to ask for prayer for everybody. To keep your families in prayer. Keep your brothers and sisters in prayer. Keep your moms and dads in prayer. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Um, and I encourage you, brothers and sisters, stay in your word. Get in your word. Get as much as you can. Get rooted in the relationship with Jesus. Amen. Get in your relationship with Christ today, tonight. Get right with God. If you don't know and never made a choice yet, I just pray for those who are balancing themselves up against the fence. They haven't made a choice yet. They don't know where they're at or what to do, you know. I, I, and I just pray for you guys that you're able to... um Make the right choice. Amen. Jump on board. I encourage you to, to jump on board with us and get in the word and share the experience that God has done for you. Because the glory goes to the Lord and all the honor and all the praise. Amen. So I just want to let you guys know up on that on updates. Okay. Um, so um, there is definitely an experience that I just dealt with um, not too long ago before the last podcast. 
on last Sunday. Um, I just want to let you guys know that the Lord is really taking me on a journey about overwhelmness. The Lord was telling me, overwhelmness, I want you to preach about it. I want you to let my people know about overwhelmness. I don't know who this is for, but I definitely know it's for somebody out there. I definitely know it's for somebody, not just me, but 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 there's someone else that is feeling extremely overwhelmed. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're dealing with, but I really want to let you know this. This is a message for you that God has sent for you. The Lord has been really showing me about overwhelmness in the Bible. And there's many stories about overwhelmness that people face. But I really want to let you know that when we face overwhelmness, we should have complete confidence to not being afraid of anything that we face and deal with. And so the topic is this. If you got a pen and paper, I just want to give you the topic before we go into prayer. Um, and to pray that the Lord will lead us to understanding. Just know when this message is being preached, you know, the Holy Spirit directs it. The Holy Spirit moves in it. You know, we to ask God for His Holy Spirit to teach us. Because that's the comfort that's being promised over our lives. We to embrace that. We to listen. We to understand. And the thing is, brothers and sisters, when we face challenges, we know who we go to when we face these circumstances and trials and tribulations. We know who do we go to. It's Jesus. Amen. So we've got a pen and paper. I want to encourage you to write this down. See, and the topic is this. In the midst of your overwhelmness, in the midst of your overwhelmness. And so I'm going to give you that topic. And, and you can also write this down so you can get a head start on, to get on track with us here. Is the context that we're going to be preaching on is 1 Kings 19, 1 through 15. And I just want to let you know as a reminder, context is 1 Kings Chapter 19, verse 1 through 15, okay? Um, and so this is a topic of that the really the Lord has really told me about overwhelmness. See, we're caught in the midst of overwhelmness during this pandemic, during this these trials that we're facing on a daily basis with financial problems of being overwhelmed over it, or being overwhelmed in general, having to comfort our families and having to uplift them. And there are moments in themselves that they deal also with overwhelmness. And it causes stress. It causes an anxiety. And it leads people from being overwhelmed to doing more, other, more further worse things in their lives. During this pandemic, it's causing people to kill themselves because they feel so overwhelmed. Because they, they're so used to being outdoors and, 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 and socializing with people. So people get overwhelmed because there's social distancing. And people getting overwhelmed because the finances that is draining in this in their families. And the food. People are feeling overwhelmed because of food. And that's an introduction that I just gave you to let you know what we're going to learn today. And it starts off with about Elijah. Elijah with the E-L-I-J-A-H. Because there's two Elijahs. One with the S-H-A and the other one with the J-A-H. And see, Elijah was a, was a prophet of God in the time of the first kings. And if you can read, see, they were on a preaching spree of the gospel of God and teaching people uh, of, of warning out of love and letting them know. 
But there's also in the Old Testament, if you and after I did some research, this is a moment where Elijah encountered Jezebel queen. She was a queen at that time that loved and desired to kill God's prophets. She desired to kill and seek them and hunt them down like a game, like what you would probably do hunt as a deer, hunt a deer out there for sport. You know, but the enemy does that in a way to make us feel so overwhelmed. He makes us feel that we're nothing to God. He makes us feel that we're, we're not loved. He makes us feel that we should feel overwhelmed and worried about the things in this world. But Jesus teaches on a whole different spiritual matter and tells us, do not worry. One of the ones I can give you in the scripture is first John, uh, is Joshua 1, 9. Lord commands us, he says, that he will be with us. And so we're dealing with the spiritual warfare of being overwhelmed. The devil wants you to feel overwhelmed. He wants you to feel overwhelmed about your finances, your relationships with other people. He makes you feel overwhelmed on 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 things that you can't even do to protect your kids or to and in a way to how to deal with their stress or how to deal with them individually. The devil wants you to be in chaos. The devil wants you to pull you away from Bible. You have a Bible at your home, but you're not even reading it. If I'm fan anybody tonight, I just pray that I know who I'm talking to. And I pray that you get your heart right with God. It says there's a there's a quote I saw at the heart. That gets offended. If a heart does not get offended, it will never grow. See, I have a, I have a, I have a brother that I, a little young brother of mine, and he's a homosexual. But that never changes my perspective on still loving him like the way Jesus does, because I always love my little brother. And the thing is, I wanted to share about this is, I can see the overwhelmness in his life. The devil makes him feel overwhelmed, thinking that God won't love him, and God does love him. Jesus loves him. Jesus paid on the cross for his sins. I'm giving you quick introductions, brothers and sisters, because this is what we deal with on a high spiritual matter, especially during this pandemic. See, one of the things is, let's go ahead and get into prayer first. Because this is the moment we're going to get rooted in. We're going to block all, all distractions in the name of Jesus. This is let nothing get in your in your way of hearing the word of the Lord. Let nothing distract you right now. Let nothing get in your way of your getting your Holy Ghost today. Let nothing get in the way of that. Let nothing get in the way of your getting your relationship right with God. Let nothing get in the way of anything of your fellowship. Of you personally praising and worshiping the Lord by yourself. Let nothing distract you. Let's go ahead in prayer. And let's give reverence to God. And glory to God for, for a day to be alive. A day to breathe His breath. Because we owe it to Him. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. And I pray right now, Father God, that this moment, God, this message tonight, God, that you have prepped in my heart to feed your people, Lord, to feed your sheep, God, that are in desperate need to hear a word from you. And I pray, Father God, that 
And this during this pandemic, God, we're closed behind doors, God, but they may stop everything else, but they cannot stop our worship for you, God. They cannot stop our prayers for you, God. Our prayers that we lift up to you in supplication and all understanding and hearing your word, God, and getting rooted in. They may try to take social distancing away from us, God, but they cannot take away the spiritual fellowship that we have with one another to fellowship of your word. And I pray, Father God, during this moment that there is somebody tonight, God, that is dealing with overwhelmness, God. I can feel it and I can see it. Whoever you are and whoever they are, God, I pray that they get their hearts right with you. I pray that they repent truly, God, to turn away from their overwhelmness and to let it be overcome with your confidence in you. And I pray, Father God, for these people, for these individuals, God, youngsters, middle-aged people or, or older people. I pray for all categories not to be left out. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way right now with these people, God, with your people, with, with your children that are lost in, in addictions. And, and, and you know what kind of addictions are out there, God. And I pray for them, God. I pray that they don't let this message pass up like it's just an ordinary message. I pray that they take it wholeheartedly inside their heart and that the word of yours, God, will strike the marrow bones in their spirit. And I give it all to you, Father God, and I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity and this harvest, God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Oh, man, I feel like the Holy Spirit, man. Like, I can feel the fire. Fire. Thank you, Jesus. Fire. Holy Spirit, fire. And so we're going to go ahead and read out of 1 Kings verses 1 through 15. Amen. And this is what the word of the Lord says. So follow along. Okay. If you got your Bibles out, I will repeat it for you. 1 Kings in the Old Testament of chapter 19, 1 through 15. And this is what the word of the Lord reads. Okay. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also, how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also. If I do not make your life as the life of, of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he prayed that he might die and said, it is enough. Now, the Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Then he looked there. By his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and laid down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he rose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights. As for as as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. And there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, 
What are you doing here, Elijah? So he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, tore down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am, am, am left, and they seek to take my life. Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces. Before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, tore down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king over Syria. <coughs> you see, what the context is out of this story, and it did take place, Elijah was very suicidal, overwhelmed, overwhelmed and suicidal, knowing that he was the last prophet of God remain, remaining in those days when Jezebel was killing all of God's people. We feel in a way we can look at this story as a resemblance of Satan doing the same thing in our spiritual lives. We are at a point where we feel so overwhelmed, where we feel during this pandemic, Satan's taking everybody out. He's dragging as much people as he can. All the evil fortresses may be surrounding us right now. And we're at a stage where we feel so overwhelmed. People call it pandemic. I call it the biggest altar call that's ever happening in America right now. It's not just the biggest altar call, but it's all biblical prophecy that is taking place. And we are so overwhelmed in these times. There's people so overwhelmed in these times where they just don't know where to put their faith in. They feel so stuck. People are killing themselves, committing suicide because they're so stuck in their homes. And they feel so overwhelmed because they can't, they're not used to it. What I'm really trying to say is that Satan is behind all of this. Satan's behind of the infections, the diseases. Satan's behind those things and he's taking everything away from you. But the Lord supplies all of our needs. He knows exactly what we deal with. And what I'm really trying to say, church, I don't know who you are or where you are or where you're doing right now, but I pray that you'd not lose faith in Jesus, that you not lose sight, because the devil comes like a like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour, and he'll do whatever it takes to make you feel overwhelmed. 
He'll do whatever it takes to take everything from you and destroy everything around you. Isn't that what happened to Job? But what happened to Job, the greatest part about Job is that he knew that it wasn't God. He knew it wasn't God. He knew in himself it was the devil. Church, you may be in a stage like Elijah where you feel like you're alone. Brothers and sisters, you may feel like you're alone. You may feel like you're walking alone in this walk by yourself. But Jesus is with you and he loves you and he will always be with you. God never forsakes the, God, the people of his kingdom that are rightfully ours. It's rightfully ours. You just don't lose faith. You see, in the moment when Elijah was in the cave, he just felt better off being in there than ever to step out and go and proceed forward. He was at a stage to being stuck in his overwhelmness and grieving and being sad and wanting to give up and wanting to throw in the towel. We come at a point in our lives as believers where we feel so overwhelmed in a stage where we feel like we just can't move forward anymore. We feel like we just want to throw in the towel to God and say, I give up, Lord. I'm so overwhelmed. There's so many things going on at me at all angles. But let me tell you something else in three points. Three points, brothers and sisters. The intro about this concept of the story. Elijah was an example of feeling overwhelmed and depressed. But there's a crazy turnaround of this situation from overwhelmed to complete confidence and not being afraid. See, point one is being stuck in your overwhelmness. You want to write that down. I encourage you to share it to your family, share it to your friends. This is good stuff to de to get rooted in the word, to get rooted in God's word and able to break it down to those that are in need. This is the bread of God. It's enough to go around for everybody to be fed. The Bible says men not shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You see, point one is being stuck in your overwhelmness is point one. See, in A, we come to a point to where there is so much chaos going on in our lives to where we want to give up. But let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. It's, this walk with Christ is tough. It ain't easy. Jesus never said it was going to be easy. But let us endure our hardships and pain. Let us not squander it. For Peter says so in First Peter. He encourages us to not squander it, but let it have its perfect work in you. What I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, you may want to give up during this pandemic, but I pray that you don't. I pray that you continue to seek the Lord while you still can. Continue to, to seek his face and be faithful to God because God comes for those who wait patiently for him. Salvation is the gift to man. And what I'm really trying to say is you may feel overwhelmed now, but it will surely come to pass. The Lord will help you through it. And us as brothers and sisters in Christ, we too, we need each other. We need to fellowship. I know the social distancing is causing an issue, but call your brothers and sisters and check up on their families. Check up on your brothers and see if they're still getting rooted in the word. If they're still going around preaching the gospel with a little opportunity that they got. 
May not much be big opportunities, but I pray if God give you a little bit of harvest, I pray that you take the land for Jesus. Ministries should start in your family to lead them to Christ. Before you can go out in the world and start preaching the gospel to many nations. The gospel should start with your family if you're not rooted in. Personally yourself, get rooted in God's word. So you not be so when the winds come and blow you, they will not be able to blow you away. Just don't be stuck in your overwhelmness. Don't give up. Tell one another, don't give up. C and B, we came to a point of brokenness, tiredness, spiritually drained. We come to a point where we feel these things. One, two, and three. We feel broken. We feel tiredness. We feel spiritually drained in our life. Nothing seems to be going right. If you're stuck in a way that you see, all you see is pain. All you see is overwhelmness. All you see is worriness. The devil is getting your attention on those things. And Jesus is telling you to not give up. He's telling you, he's calling out to you to have faith, to have belief. But what happens, church? Our test, our faith will be tested. If we really, truly serve and love God. I pray that you don't give up. I pray that you repent. I pray that you really, truly get rooted in the word of God. Where do we go off at, and during this pandemic and stop talking to each other? I don't care what the government says. I care more about what God says. His words do not return void. Whatever he says will prosper. The Lord teaches us about repentance as well. So you come to a point of brokenness. For all those that are feeling broken, I pray that you make a choice tonight to not let the devil steal the joy that you have for today. I pray for the must for tomorrow that you make a choice to please God and not yourself. I pray right now that the devil, whatever he has to offer you, is not a good thing. I pray that you pass that up to look what's ahead and what God says he has for you. So don't give up and don't be overwhelmed. During your calling, your calling that you have answered from God, I pray that you continue to move forward in the name of Jesus. That you will overcome that overwhelmness in Christ and Christ alone. God even said he did overcome the world. He took everything upon himself and took it. Took your place, took your spot. Because he loves you. He don't want to see you overwhelmed. He want to see you have complete confidence and trust and faith in him and him alone. You see, in C, point one is this one. In our spiritual life, walk with Christ, we face so much trials. All in one day. You can face many trials in one day. Throughout your whole day, you can face many. And you don't even know it. See, walk with Christ ain't easy, like I said. Tell one another, look to one another and say, it ain't easy with Christ. It ain't easy to walk with Christ. 
You see in point two, from overwhelmness to point of giving up is point two. From overwhelmness to a point where we just want to give up. After being overwhelmed, you ever come to the point after being overwhelmed, you just say, you know what? I just give up completely. I'm done. You come to that point. You come to the point of yourself where you just feel like you just ask God, I'm tired, God. I'm feeling overwhelmed, God. I just can't do it no more, God. I just want to end my life, God. I feel so alone, God. You're not alone. If you feel alone right now, and the devil is speaking to you right now and telling you those evil lies, I pray that you listen to that still small voice of God. God has a gentle voice to tell you how much he loves you and tells you and encourages you to not give up. You see, one of the things is when we're stuck in overwhelmness, we at times come to a point in ourselves we want to throw in the towel. We come to a point where we want to throw in the towel. We just, like I said, we, we get to that point where we just feel like we want to give up. We don't want to move forward. We just we just come to the point with God and we say, God, like, I don't want to answer my calling anymore. I don't want to do it. I've come to those points in myself, brothers and sisters. I've also had experience of suicide. I've also felt alone. I felt tired. I felt overwhelmed. I feel like I just can't live with life. But the Lord has shown me graciously to embrace life, to embrace the life he's given me and let it glorify in his name. And that, that I am able to be used as a vessel to please the Lord and to be the pastor that I'm called to be. It ain't easy being a pastor. We deal with disappointments. We deal with betrayal. We deal with a lot of issues coming at all angles. We put our lives on the line. Put God first. Do we put you guys second? And we go last. You see, we stick our necks out on the line for you, brothers and sisters, because we're God's appointed shepherds, but He is the great shepherd. We're appointed to be an, as an example as shepherds over the people to take care of them, to check up on them, to pray for them, to love them the way Christ loved them. You see, we come to where I just want to end it. We come to where we just want to end it. You ever felt that way? You ever felt like I said, there's someone in need of this message. You feel so tired. You feel hurt. But I pray, I pray that you just listen to God's voice. That you pray and seek his face while he's still here. He's still near. You see, are you at a point in yourself you feel this way? Do you feel this way? Be honest. Be honest with you and God alone. Do you really feel at that point of throwing in the towel and giving up and ending yourself? Don't give in to the devil. Don't give in to the enemy. The devil is your enemy and he's the father of lies. And he is far worst of all. And that's why he fell because of pride. Don't stay stuck. Keep moving forward for the Lord.
You see, I'll leave you with that question. Are you at a point to yourself? You just, you just want to end it. Do you feel that way? And the last point three I want to give you before we close in this matter, brothers and sisters, is in this moment, the last point I want to give you is from overwhelmness and giving up, it's overcome by confidence. That's the best news ever. Tell your, look at it one another from overwhelmness and, and giving up, it's overcome by confidence. Say that word confidence. Look to you one another saying confidence. See, it's overcome by confidence in what? In Jesus. Have complete faith and confidence. During the midst of your problems. You see, the Lord becomes our strength. Always, even when you feel like you can't move forward. You see, and B, you see the Lord promise to be with you. Always. There's nothing to be afraid of, church. Individuals in general. See, the crazy part of having confidence in the Lord is he puts us through situations where we are to have full confidence. Whatever circumstances we're facing, it should always remain in Christ our Lord Jesus. And the conclusion is this, church. In any situation, you are in worst of worst. Never give up on your calling. Focus on Jesus no matter what. The promise of God over you, for you, is this. He will be your confidence. The Bible says that. Never leave you as one of them too. Nor let you give up. Those are three promises right there I can give you. But the Lord promises those over your life. For you. So wake up, brothers and sisters. Get your strength renewed by the Lord when you are weak. Know that He is strong. You see, I want to leave you with this. The promises of God are always fulfilled daily with you. Because He cares for you and He loves you. And he wants to see you enter his eternal glory. Just have faith. Never give up. Never throw in the towel. Never surrender to the devil. The devil is a liar and he's a thief. And he's the father of it. I see many Christians want to give up during this pandemic. I've seen some families that are just so overwhelmed. You can see it right through them. And they put up this fake face front. Acting not what they really should be being honest with. See, we come as believers and we come to a point where I could be asking you, hey, how you doing, brother and sister? But then you feel and you put up this wall saying, you know, we're good. But deep inside you, you're feeling drained. You're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling hurt. The Bible says we to share each other's burdens. We to share it to one another to let each other know you feeling overwhelmed. Man, I'm feeling the same way, brothers and sisters. I'm feeling overwhelmed in a way that I'm dealing with all angles and on all sides of enemies surrounding me, causing pain to my family. 
and by damaging my loved ones with diseases. But this is a moment where my full faith and confidence will be an example to be shown how much I had loved the Lord and how much I won't give up. How much I will continue to pick up my cross and go the second mile and not be overwhelmed by the world. See, your greatest challenge is not your discipline, your devotion, nor your focus. The greatest challenge, brothers and sisters, tonight is believing the gospel. Judas Smith quoted on that, and I wanted to share that to you. Never give up. Have full faith. In the name of Jesus, have faith. You see, if you're ever in need of rest, in the midst of your storm, do not realize, do not neglect that in your life. In Christ Jesus, we are given rest. When you feel overwhelmed, the Lord is your rest. Here's another one. In the midst of earthquakes, strong wind, and fire in your life, don't pay attention to the overwhelmness issues of your life. Rather, listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, John 16, verse 13. Philippians 2, 3, do not be... Oh, that's a different one. Let me rephrase that. Sorry about that. But here's another one. Overwhelmness. In the moments of your crisis issues, give your body a rest. Because if you don't, it affects every part of your life. Mark Twain said, I am an old man and have known a great many tr troubles, but most of them never happened. You see, this is a moment where you have to have full confidence and not be afraid to face overwhelmness, to face trials and tribulations. I pray that you seek the Lord while you still can. Get your strength renewed by Jesus. So let's go ahead and pray. And I just want to let you know, brothers and sisters, you're loved no matter what. Jesus loves you and he died for you. He paid the price with his blood on the cross. I don't know who was this for, but I pray that you are listening. I pray that you will grasp the concept that we're all in this together and we all feel exactly of being overwhelmed. But don't stay stuck there in your overwhelmness. Overcome that with your complete confidence in Jesus and hope and faith and trust. Never give up on. Never give up on your calling. Because Christ never gave up on you. And he fulfilled his calling in the will of the Father that he did to die on the cross for our sins. So I pray right now. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, Lord. <clears throat> we thank you for this moment, this opportunity, Father. The, the hearts will be able to embrace what you had to say tonight, God. And I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, touch the hearts of your people and renew their strength, God. As we're out here preaching the gospel and being the example of being a living church, I pray for them, Lord, that they'll be able to see this before it's too late. I give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise, God. And I thank you for the hearts that are prepped to hear your word 
and the eyes and the ears that are able to see and hear. And for the new ones that are coming to you and getting to know you, I pray that their walk with you will begin to grow even more. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Have a good night, brothers and sisters. Shout out to Ireland, Kenya, Philippines, and the United States, and Kenya. I pray for all of you that you have a good night with your friends and your families. Love your friends and families and pray for them. In the name of Jesus, I encourage you, don't stay, don't stay stuck in your overwhelmness. I, I ask you that and make a choice to stay and loyal to God in full faith. Have a blessed night. I love you all and thank you for hearing this message. Have a good night and shalom. Let the Lord's peace be with you always. Amen.